Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode of The Other Stories is The Ouroboros Bite, written by Marie-Victoria Robertson and narrated by Alexandra Elroy. Will it hurt? A childish question. Stupid, too. I couldn't help it. I couldn't really see her, not with the lamp pointing at me. It was the only source of light in the apartment, aside from the occasional flash of a police car outside. Rough neighbourhood. Oh, yes, Miss Carmen, the old woman said at long last. She stirred something in a pot and moved like everything hurt. Her voice was brittle. Most painful thing you've ever felt. I always promised I wouldn't lie to anyone who asked. I shivered. It wasn't too late for me to run. 
I'd walked into the apartment and closed the door behind me, but I hadn't locked it. I could get up and run. End this now. I squirmed on my chair. Have a lot of people asked you that question? You're the first who ever agreed to meet me, so you can imagine not many. What was I even doing here? I only knew her screen name, Theoprasta41, from the far corners of the dark web. She'd given me this address, basically a crack house in the middle of downtown. I was hoping for something more appropriate for a conversation and a demonstration of alchemy. Like a library or a chemist's shop. But she was the only lead I found in over a decade of searching, so it was worth a try. I had no idea what to expect. A small machine roared to life. I jumped. Hand blenders! She cackled. I love these things. I used to have to grind the gear falcon eggs by hand. You'll need three of them from different birds, each laid under a waxing moon. Ground into the mix, shells and all. Don't worry, I wrote the recipe down. You'll need a lifetime just to find the ingredients, but that won't be a problem soon, right? I could smell what she was making. It was spicy and stirred something deep inside me, pulling at my guts. What's your name? I needed a distraction. Elzebeth. I was wondering when you'd ask. Pay attention to this part. She jiggled a bottle filled with liquid. Water from a source untouched by human hands. And yes, once you take the water, you spoil that source. You always need to find a new one. One day there will be no new ones left. So keep that in mind. How long did it take to learn this recipe? Oh, ages. But he had all the time in the world. This was hardly his first potion. Who? He wouldn't know him. He's the one who said it wouldn't hurt. He was afraid of old age. At least he shared the recipe. When was this? Five, six hundred years ago. You lose track so easily. Everything turns into a big blob. Memories, time, earth, who knows? You're saying you're over 500 years old? Through the darkness, I saw her hold something up. A pinch of this stuff. Dirt that housed a corpse. Then grew a flower. And why do you sound surprised? You need it to be true, don't you? That's why you're here. Why then was it so hard to make the jump from theory to reality? I'd met so many liars and scammers. Unsurprising, what sane person in 2022 goes around for the potion to immortality? Maybe I was just as crazy. So, what's it like being alive for 500 years? Oh, it hurts. Physically, if only, Miss Carmen. Tell me why you're here. Say it loud, please. I'm interested in alchemy, and I'm looking for... No. Try again. Why are you here? I don't want to die. Getting closer. 
So if I tell you that I have an elixir that will make you immortal, you will willingly take it? Yes. She hummed, satisfied, stirring her potion. Two things I don't get. If you're for real, how come you're not selling this potion for billions? And how come you haven't asked me for any payment? Payment? You're here, aren't you? That's my payment. Didn't make much sense to me, but maybe immortality, if real, made someone generous. So you don't want to die. She savoured each word. Now tell me. When did you feel the bite? The what? No one wants to die. But you and I, we both saw death in a way that hurt our very souls. Like a bite. Now, when did you feel it? Something in the little pot bubbled, sizzled. I was still trying to find my words. Twenty-nine years ago. Her name was Marla. Tell me more. I wanted to. For something that drove every moment of my current life, it was hard to articulate. I was twelve. Marla was nine. Dad was driving. We were sitting in the back seat eating granola bars and then... There was a huge explosion. My dad yelled, I screamed, Marla screamed, and then everything smelled like burning rubber. A dump truck hit us. My dad was yelling, calling our names, trying to get out of his seat, but he couldn't. His legs were broken. And Marla? Marla was next to me. The truck hit us on her side. There was metal, everywhere, in my arms. One piece was... Well, it went straight through Marla's neck. I had to stop, breathe a moment. I squeezed my arms through my sweater where the scars were still thick. She wasn't dead yet. I was bleeding everywhere and... I don't know how else to put it, but... I remember fighting, fighting against death, yelling at Marla to stay awake trying to stop her bleeding, but it was squirting. I remember how she stared at me. Her eyes were wet, there was blood pouring out of her nose, and I just stared at her until I lost the fight. She died. She died. My dad was never the same after. Mum left him. Five years later, she OD'd on pills in her bedroom and I found her. Tried CPR, but she was cold. I'd lost the fight before I even stepped in her room. Death won again. It just fucking... Elsabeth stopped working, staring at me. I laughed. It was better than crying. You want to know the stupidest part? After mum died, I became a paramedic. After ten years, I went into chemistry instead. See, 
Every time someone asked me why I wanted to work as a paramedic, I gave some bullshit answer about wanting to save people because that's what Marla would have wanted, but that wasn't it at all. It's the look when death takes them, Elzabeth said. It's the darkest thing you've ever seen in your life, and yet you long to see it again, because you want a second chance at it. One day you want to gaze right back at death and return that look. Yes. Yes, that's exactly it. It feels like a bite, doesn't it? Now that you mention it, yes. It does feel like a bite. So what happened to you? You felt it too, right? Elsabeth hummed. You know what's really funny? I can't remember. Things start to break when you live too long. A lot of my memories are feelings now, instead of pictures. I had to read books to learn about the things in history I was there for. I remember the smell of the Black Death and rotting corpses. And somewhere in that shapeless void of death and suffering, I remember feeling the bite for the first time. So that's when someone offered you the elixir of life and you took it. I can understand that. Elzebeth went very still. Exactly. And now you're here to offer it to me because you're nice? Is that the only reason? Are you lonely and you want another immortal to hang around with? Why share? Elzebeth didn't answer. The pot bubbled. I mean, I get it. People think you're nuts when you talk about death and alchemy. I've wasted grants and I've gotten kicked out of labs for studying it. I understand. Hmm. Elzebeth plunged the spoon in the pot. No. What you need to know, you will not learn in a laboratory. Balance. Alchemy is about balance. Think of the Ouroboros. The snake biting away at its own tail, completing the cycle of creation and destruction, life and death. Alchemy is the science of that cycle, and the Ouroboros is the god of that balance. I could smell the potion. I felt giddy, sick, like laughing, like crying. Yes, Elsbeth rasped. It's ready. It's time. At last. She poured some into a little vial. I never lied. I never promised it would be painless. And I never said I didn't want payment. What do I owe you then? Balance. The Ouroboros must bite its tail. Is someone one's life? There must be death. Oh my god! I jumped up. I was stupid to trust. Is that part of it? If you want to keep your immortality, you have to kill someone. That's why you wanted me here. Idiot. I'm not going to kill you. There is a light switch behind you on the wall. Turn it on. 
My hand shook as I reached for the light switch. A second ceiling light flickered to life. I finally got a good look at Elsevet. Oh my fuck! It was worse in the light. She smiled at me through a black, toothless mouth. Her skin was wrinkled, dry, cracked and angry, red like one solid boil. Her skull had no hair. She looked old, monstrous. Her bones were crooked, joints misaligned, and there was a chunk of skin missing above her elbow. It looked fresh, but it wasn't bleeding, just raw, red, and open. She held the vial in her right hand with gnarled fingers. Unnatural. That's the first thing that came to mind. She was unnatural. Old. Distorted. She smiled. Her jaw skidded sideways, like it wasn't connected to her skull anymore. Sometimes I ask myself, if I'd known it would be like this, would I have swallowed the potion? Ah, yes. Immortality. I can live forever. I can't die. Do you know how horrible that is? I can't die. I couldn't speak. I could only stare. I can age. I can feel pain. I can be hurt, get sick. I can't grow, or heal, or die. Last year I was in a car accident. I spent 17 days trapped in a wreck at a bottom of a cliff before I squeezed out alone, freezing, starving, and completely unable to die to end my misery. How? There are worse things than death, Carmen. Losing your life, that hurts. But losing your death, oh, that's a special sort of agony. I stopped fearing death the moment I became immortal, because by then I was thirsting for death. She took a step toward me. I kept the chair between us, moving away from the door. So I'm not going to kill you. I am going to do something much worse. I am going to take your death from you. She leapt at me, quickly, knocking me down. She fought like someone who had no fear for her life, angry and desperate, sending me tumbling to the ground, striking my head. I gasped in pain while she sat on my stomach, forcing my jaw open. I swung out, connecting with her head, pulling away a chunk of skin. She still didn't stop. It's cruel, I know. I thought if I had someone willing I would feel less guilt, yet here we are. She held the vial in her hand, unspilled. I haven't lied, I'm doing what I said, giving you eternal life in exchange for your death. The recipe is on that table. Start looking for the ingredients now, because you will end up like me, old and longing for death. I struggled. I thought she was going to break my jaw as she held it open and poured the potion in my mouth. It was bitter, sour, Sweet, nauseating, delicious. She snapped my jaw shut and I swallowed reflexively. 
nothing. Then, pain in my core, spreading to my limbs, my head, my soul. Elsabet fell off me and I rolled over, gasping. I felt like I was dying, but no, it was the opposite. Immortality. My death was leaving me. The pain stopped. I felt sweaty and weak. I had no idea how long I'd been in a daze for, but it didn't matter anymore. I could waste all the time I wanted. I stood, brushing a pile of damp dust. I couldn't see Elsabet. And then I realized the damp dust was her, dead at last, decomposed into ash. I stumbled to where the potion bubbled. Elsabeth had left the recipe there. It was five pages long. I stuffed the recipe in my pocket, clumsily hitting the side of the pot, leaving a burn on my hand. I stumbled out of the apartment, into a same yet different world. I touched the burn on my hand, knowing it would never heal, and had a vision of a snake's mouth, opening and gaping, the fangs snapping, seeking, pleading. She was right. It hurt. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. The Ouroboros Bite was written by Marie Victoria Robertson, narrated by Alexandra Elroy, edited by Duncan Muggleton, with music by Duncan Muggleton and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. Quick thanks to our community managers Joshua Boucher and Jasmine Arch, and Carolyn O'Brien for helping with our submission reading. And of course to Ben Errington for being a right horror dude over on the Horror Hangout podcast, which you can go and check out today on all podcast platforms. Marie Victoria Robertson is a professional storyteller who believes stories are the real key to living forever. You can find out more about her and her work at marievrobertson.com. Alexandra is a bilingual voice actress and writer who lives in the Netherlands. She loves everything to do with stories, especially creative and playful horror. Her favourite voices to do are witches, goblins and crazy computers. When she's not voicing, writing or mummying, she directs plays that she adapted from classic novels such as Pride and Prejudice, Death on the Nile and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver, and it's brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means, share the hell out of it. So, until next time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.